Oh, welcome in. Another episode, Pick Silly Podcast. Aaron is with us. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy Cody here, and uh, it's been a while, Aaron. We've been busy. We've Let me tell you something. Sports have been good to us since we have last been on the Pick Silly Podcast. It has. I mean, we've got a lot going on. Basketball made their run. Baseball made their run. Well, still running. Did you? And yeah. Did even- you? Did you happen to watch the game today? Uh, yeah, it just finished. Yep. UAPB, bless them. I'm not. I'm not sure if we won that game. I'm not. No. No. That twenty twenty six to one. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's... Four players with two home runs. So it it was something today. That was I, I had fun to say the least. I had fun watching that game. That was probably one of the games where I could chill out, you know, have an ice cold beverage and, you know, eat a good, nice meal. And I'm like, you know what? My heart is not pounding right now. Unlike I loved it. Unlike last Sunday. Yeah, don't don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> that it was, off. Yeah, that was terrifying. Old Miss came to play. They did. They, they did. They, I give them respect. I don't like Ole Miss, but they came to play. That's true. You had an 11-0 lead. They came storming back and tied it at 14 later on. And, you know, luckily we did well in the top of the eight, won 18 to 14. But, man, that was scary. Was that the day that I came over and was trying to fix the free lawnmower you have? That's right. Yep. Yeah, so for those of you, I guess nobody knows that, uh, Aaron – I went over to Aaron's to watch the game. That was the only reason was to go watch the game. And uh, I showed up, and his yard was super tall. And he was like, hey, man, I got this free lawnmower, but it doesn't work. I was like, oh, psh, you know, I'm an engineer. We can figure this out And because uh, we both have fantastic brains. And so we were <laughs> like, well, let's put two brains together and let's figure this thing out. And so his first thought process was, you know, let's check the spark plug. And so we took off the spark plug and got a replacement plugged in. It still didn't work. And by that time, you know, we were running out of daylight and we're like, well, let's, let's go ahead and mow it and we can worry about it later. Maybe sell it for 20 bucks, get a 20 buck, you know, flip out of it and just tell, you know, the new owner that it's not the spark plug because obviously that's not the issue. So I ended up, uh, I went there and I was like, you know what? He was going to, you were going to pay somebody. You were going to pay somebody to mow your yard bucks do you know cool guy. i mean it's good for one mo but yeah you know it wasn't yeah there there were better methods and, and how much were you gonna pay him uh 35 for 35 but which i mean grand scheme of things that's not bad people pay a lot more than that but uh anyways yeah i was like dude you're gonna pay somebody 35 dollars to do this i was like let me run home and grab my mower we'll grab my weed ear my leaf blower let's let's go to town on this and i love mowing like i don't know <laughs> why but i love mowing and so for about four hours while the game was going on we missed a crappy game it was probably the best game that we could have missed honestly but uh anyways yeah we mowed the whole yard and it looks great now and uh, oh yeah so yeah that's that's funny that's we missed the game, but just just know Aaron's yard looks great. But Cody did get something out of this. Uh, that's true. Okay, y- yes, it did not go for free. Okay, <laughs> he Aaron had the audacity to take me and Melissa out for Mexican. So, hey, I don't know if I told you this, but I appreciate that very much because that was very good. That was some of the best fajitas I've ever had. Listen, guys. 
What was the name of that place? Kampukas? No, no, no. Uh, Akabaro. Akabaro. We went over to this this little this little hole in the wall joint that's down down in Springdale. If you haven't checked it out, you need to check it out. Yeah. Because his wife, who loves Mexican food, called it her second favorite place outside of Chewy's. I think she. So I made that argument, and she said Chewy's. This is about to spark some controversy here. She said Chewy's is not on the same spectrum because she said it's not the same food. Chewy's is Tex-Mex. That's true. So maybe it even is the best Mexican food. We'll have to fact check that. It's true. It's true. But we got to go again. Uh, that's just the only way we can figure this out. Oh, it's fair. It's so, fair. Uh, okay, new announcements. Okay, new announcements. Uh, I don't have a schedule for this, by the way. This is just oh, that's we're, right. we're free will in this, and we're going we're gonna to get this you know, try and cover some stuff here. Uh, we have a website. I went on and I designed a little website. Uh, it's pig silly podcast, P I G S I L L Y P O D C A S T dot wordpress.com. It's free. Okay. I, I wasn't going to pay to have my own website. So I went on wordpress.com. I think it's like 17 bucks a year. If we, if I did want to pay and have pixelypodcast.com. But I don't want to pay 17 bucks a year yet. Sure, let's just use the WordPress, you know? Yeah, that's right. Let's use it for free. After it, 100 people on our podcast, we'll pay for something. And that that's the thing. I don't i don't think anybody's, you know, going to visit it. Prove uh, me wrong. Prove me wrong. Prove us wrong. Prove it, us wrong. It, 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 it needs some tweaking, okay? It's like the first, you know, website I've touched in a while. It's very plain. It's, you know. But don't worry. It'll get better. And here's another thing. We have T-shirts in the work. Oh. We're working on it. We're designing them. I'm designing that as well, and it will be better than the website. I can guarantee you that. Aaron's seen them. A couple of my friends have seen them. They have pledged their loyalty to buying them. And we may have some special guests on in uh, upcoming episodes. Hey, man, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Cody Aaron, Sim. we're moving. We're going places. This is this is something. I mean, and by special guests, I don't mean like uh, Billy Joe off the street, right? Even no. though Joe is probably a cool guy. That, that's right. No, nothing against <laughs> the Billy Joes out there, okay? But uh, this may or may not be an Arkansas baseball player. I'm in the works. I'm in the works. Okay, I'm working on it. I, I'm 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 negotiating my connections and stuff it's like that. True. Okay, there. Do what? I said that's true. Yeah, so I mean, there, there, you know, there's, there's no guarantee at this, but uh, just know, I'm working on it. That, mm-hmm. that's it. So, w- there may or may not. I'll, I'll put it to you this way: there may or may not be a special guest on the Pixily Podcast in the next coming episodes who plays for the Arkansas Razorbacks and is a star player. Oh man, let's see I'll if we can make that. See if we can make it happen. A little teaser for our listeners. That's right. All right. So, crazy things over the past couple weeks. You know, a lot of people threw Eric Musselman's name around for basketball coaches in different locations. And everyone's called him silly. I thought it was pretty silly, too, the way he's been recruiting the transfer portal. Mm. But uh, today, officially, the man signed his new contract. What is it, five years, 20-something million? Five years, Four million a year. Yeah, okay. so one of the, million. Yeah, is one of the top five top five paid 
coaches in the SEC, which he deserves it. He did. He's done an amazing job at Arkansas. And, you know, I, I'm kind of lost for words because it seemed like before Eric Musselman came, even last year, okay, look, I'll apologize right now. Okay, my, my mind's going everywhere because I'm trying to, you know, bring in what just happened today. Right. Okay, so I, I want to apologize to you and to everybody who listened to the Pixily podcast where I said we would not go to the Sweet 16. Okay, I that that's just my opinion. I didn't think we would. I didn't think we had that capability, and here's why. Because we had set a culture – here at Arkansas, unless you're playing for baseball to where once we had the spotlight on us, it's all of a sudden like we stalled, like our clutch did not work. We got put in neutral. That's what it felt like every time. And so I felt like when we got to the round of 32, you know, everybody, you know, you get the Gatorade uh, shower and you get this and that and all the camaraderie. And then all of a sudden Sweet 16 comes and you're like, you're preparing for this game and you, you think you're going to go in with that mentality of, hey, we're going to win this game. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do that. They came in with the mentality of, hey, we need to earn our spot here because we haven't been here and fill in the blank, you know, since 1995 or 1996, whatever sure. it was. For sure. No, I I was just saying this whole year, I thought, thought they were sweet 16 good. I wasn't sure how far they were getting. I knew if they're – uh, if the bracket lined up well for them, that they could make a run, um, which it did. You know, uh, the upsetting of uh, that Oral Roberts did with Ohio State and with Florida set up. Uh, I mean, they weren't an easy. It by set any. us up for success. Yeah, it set us up for the Elite Eight. And so, once they got by Texas Tech and Colgate and Oral Roberts. Even though they're not big names, let me tell you, they were not easy wins. And so, so go ahead. Coach, great job. So, let me ask you this, Aaron. Obviously, Baylor won the whole thing. Okay. Right. I mean, you, you don't need Helen Keller to tell you that. Helen Keller, my voice just cracked. Um, do you think, obviously, there's a slim possibility, but do you think the Hogs? could have made it to the championship i think if they were in any other bracket that they would have had a really good chance because even against baylor in the last six minutes they were were within four points i like it yeah yeah moses moody didn't have his best game Mm -hmm. jd note fouled out Mm -hmm. you know you had your two uh arguably two of your better players uh out of the game not in their best not playing at their best no but fouls early and so i think they were good enough and seeing how baylor beat gonzaga i would even say that we could have beaten gonzaga um you bring up a good point there you you know you said moses moody and jd note did not have their best games but look at who did step up justin mm -hmm. smith devo davis so it makes you wonder let's just go in fantasy land here it makes you wonder if if devo and justin you know, stayed the same. They kept rolling through that, which Justin increased his draft stock dramatically. For sure. Through the tournament. He played outstanding. He did. Uh, it makes you wonder if those two guys, J.D. Note and Moses Moody, all four of those guys started going off. And, you know, ultimately, I mean, I, I feel like we could have won a championship. If all four of them were at their, uh, I guess, average, is that the right mm-hmm. word? I mean, I think that Moses I, Moody wasn't average. I think one of them would have had to been out one of their better games. I think J.D. was having one of his better games. 
However, when he fouled out, it was it was it was done. Which, by um, the way, a lot of those calls were bogus, anyways. <laughs> well, Baylor Baylor's a really good team. I think Baylor proved themselves this year. If you would have put us in the the Houston bracket, or if you would have put us in the Michigan bracket, if you would have put us in the Gonzaga bracket, I think we're in the Final Four national championship. Um, being in the same bracket as Baylor, Baylor has done a great job. Coach Drew down there has done a great job of putting that team together. Um, and, you know, this is Coach Musselman in, in year two. Mm-hmm. And so year three next year, he's already went out and got three fantastic players from the transfer portal, the king of the transfer portal, yeah. portal and brought him in. So next year, as long as we have someone that can do the job of Justin Smith rebounding, I think we'll be even better. I agree. I agree. And I think that, you know, I, I'm not good at transfers. I'll, I'll be honest here. I'm not good with new guys coming in, especially transfers. These guys who uh, I haven't really been paying attention to, not that they're not good. It's just, I personally haven't paid attention to them, but sure. I do know that the three guys that he brought in were money. I know sure. that the three guys that he picked up were very, very, very intelligent players who come to win. Right. They're not here uh, just to fall somewhere. For Did sure. You know that uh, I think it was – I heard a stat on the radio. I think it's over half – I might be wrong. Over half of the players in the NCAA are now in the portal. Is that it's true. Is that right? I think it's 25%, and it could have went up to 50. But, I might um, be wrong on that. But not everybody's going to find a spot to land. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And well, so the fact that – Eric Musselman could go in there and cherry pick which one he wants. I mean, that, that just says something about who he is. You know what I'm well, saying? Here's the thing, too. They just passed a rule for the NCAA today saying that you get one transfer where you can play immediately. So the waiting oh, yeah. gone. So yeah. the transfer portal is going to pick up dramatically. And so there's going to be a lot of a lot of players. And I'll, I'll even go as far as to say traditional college basketball and recruiting – it's pretty much going to be gone. Now, that is to Arkansas's advantage with Coach Musselman, considering that he played in the NBA and he did a draft and trade system. That's what college basketball is pretty much going to be. You're going to bring in these freshmen who are like draftees, and then he's going to have these transfer players and players who are still there that he's basically trading or picking up off a of free agency to come make them better. And so with Coach Musselman doing that, it's going to make this team look really good for the college basketball future. Yeah. I mean, he is so good at that. And I don't, it, it makes me wonder if, you know, this might come out wrong, but the guy isn't from here, right? It's obvious. You can just listen to his accent and you'll know, but it makes you wonder if he really does have that pride about wearing the hog on his chest. He knows the history. He knows, I mean, he could sit here and spit off random hog players that I'd never heard of. You know what I'm saying? Makes you wonder if he's done his homework and realizes how much this means for the fans. For sure. No, and and he's going to put in all the effort he can because his ultimate goal is a national championship. That's exactly Uh, right. Yeah, you know, and so I'm happy that Coach is here to put his work into this team. Um, He's went out and got three tremendous transfers in Audie Tony and Chris Likes. And then he got a kid out of South Dakota State that uh, scored 
I, th- I think he said like 31 points a game. Yeah. Uh, Stanley Umude. And so, you know, he's went, he went out and got some guards. He got two guys that are six, six, that can be interchangeable out on the forward spot and at the guard spot. And then Chris likes is this five, seven guy. He may be little. Who's from, can... who's from Miami. No, is there somebody from uh, Hawaii? I don't think so. Maybe I saw I, Miami and Red Hawaii. I might be. Yeah, wrong. Chris Likes came out of Miami, but he is he was a all ACC guard uh, two years ago, and then he got injured last year at Miami, and then he entered the transfer portal. portal. Yeah, that's but it. but he's an explosive five seven guard who he's going to be fun to see on the court just because of how quick and shifty he is. Makes me uh, feel like I can go out there. <laughs> you're, so you're saying there's a chance. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So the, the only problem I have is I'm not good with basketball. So I can see that being a downfall. <laughs> I would be all right. No. And uh, with that one scholarship left available with Moses going out, I think coach will get one more guy off the transfer portal and then he'll go from there. Um, and then our team's pretty much going to be set for next year. And Easy. so uh, there's a lot of explosive players next year. Do you think he'll find an outstanding freshman and maybe give him an opportunity at the scholarship? Possibly. The thing is, uh, with 2022, there are four in-state prospects that are just, you know, top 75 players. Um, and Khalil Ware and Nick Smith Jr., and then there's a kid out of uh, Moralton, Darian Ford, who uh, they're all fantastic top 75 players in the country, similar to our 2020 class. And so I know he wants to have scholarships available for those kids. And so I would – I think he'll, he might go after one, but he may actually use it on a graduate senior hmm. because if he has that graduate senior, he can go after those four players next year. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, transitioning here, do you think this is the, by the way, this is the second time I think I might be wrong. Maybe it's the third, second time that the hogs have been unanimously number one on, uh, in America for baseball. Do you think there's a chance that we, we could, I mean, there, there's always a chance, like I said, but I mean, I got to feel good about this season. I got to feel about where we're at, how we feel about the super regionals. I think we put in our bid for to host a regional the other day. Uh, For sure. There, there, there is uh, some political things going on for them, possibly not being hosting from the NCAA. However, we won't get into that. That's not what we do, and so um, that would be the only thing I think would hold them up. Um, from being able to host. Um, They're the number one team in the nation. They are one of the top fan bases in the nation, not the top fan base in the nation. And so you, with all of that available, you would want a team like this to host. You're going to bring in the fan base. There's going to be profit for the NCAA. And people are going to watch that. Bomb Stadium is beautiful. And so I would hope that they're able to um, host. I, I do think there'll be a both, a both a host for a regional and a super regional because um, top eight teams get the super regional. However, 
like I said, it just depends however politics go in that situation. Yeah, and if we do get both, I got to feel that there's a good chance that this college will. Yeah. And, you know, I hate to say it, but I think that once Dave Van Horns wins a championship, he's out. I don't know, man. I don't know. He's He's got a lot of years left in him, um, and he loves this game. I mean, he loves baseball. The only thing that worries me about Arkansas is their starting pitching. Uh, yeah. They've got a good bullpen, but they need someone that can go longer than five innings. Um, yeah. And I – there's only been a couple outings this year where that's happened. And watching the guys today, I don't feel hopeful about the backups, to be honest with you. Yeah, they're it's doing the best mistakes. There's there's some uh, learning opportunities. Yep. Um, the, the, there's a lot of potential that you can see there. It's just that we uh, – they need to – uh, get better by just repetition and being able to play a little more. Um, we we know that the guy in right field is the backup catcher. Yeah, we knew you know the person at second base, Nesbitt is usually at third base or is the backup third baseman. And so, but then we also got to see someone like Charlie Welch blast two home runs. He has twelve hits this year. Five of them are home runs. And so it's one of those things where it's like okay, you got these batters who come in and they're pretty good. And so, um, you know, we'll see. You know, they still got the best relieving arm in the SEC and Kevin Copps. And so he'll – Easy. He'll you're, great. You're, you're sparking something here. And so, <laughs> uh, you know, you got Jackson back there too who throws a 98-mile-per-hour fastball. He needs to be a little more consistent, but, you know, 98-mile – Per hour is 98 miles per hour that's right it's gonna blow by you yeah uh, so once he gets his consistency down wiggins will be he's gonna be pretty good for cops too yeah and i, I was gonna bring up the position deal um we had, it was almost like a peewee game uh and i don't mean to downgrade uapb i don't mean it that way i mean as in we had players playing in positions that they had never played in before <laughs> or they haven't played in since high school since high school and- that's right yeah 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 or maybe even middle school for right field. But, uh, you know, here's also the thing for UAPB today. You know, let's, you know, these are games that are put in there to help get Arkansas players better. Yeah. Uh, UAPB has a $0 budget to look for baseball players. Like they were talking about it on, uh, on the telecast that they use $0 to recruit. Wow. And so, um, in Arkansas, you know, Coach Van Horn has an a million dollar contract, and they're pouring tons of dollars into baseball recruiting. And so, there's a drastic difference in the type of player that you're going to be able to get when you can go out and recruit the player, and then when you're stuck at the university. So, not to mention uh, the player development, for sure. Yeah, and the development at the University of Arkansas is top notch. UAPB, there's not as much money available, and so. Um, so, you know, it's great that UAPB came up here. It's a good matchup for the state of Arkansas. However, there is a talent difference there. And that, that's, that's kind of what I meant by, you know, no offense to UAPB because I have no beef with them. I, for sure. you know, if it was, if it was an old Miss or, uh, gosh, I can't 
think of anybody that I hate more in baseball than Ole Miss. Um, you know, maybe maybe a Tennessee or you know, filling or LSU. LSU's irrelevant this year, so um, yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. Like if it was somebody that you would hear me specifically say, "Oh my gosh, they sucked." I'm so glad we tore them up. You know, but UAPB, you know, you recognize that hey, these guys don't have the utilities. They don't have you know the the funds or whatever you know for mm-hmm. uh player development or players in general so for sure yeah i'm glad you brought that up i, I didn't see that stat that they have zero dollars so yeah that, they're talking about it in the telecast huh. and i'm and i was like i couldn't imagine being a coach and having a recruit and you can't leave mm-hmm. you you sometimes you have to pay out of your personal money to go out and see a player yeah and so um you know that's all right. They do a good job. They get a team together. They've had a couple wins this year, so that's good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, football. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was also going to say softball is the top team in the SEC this year, too. Really? Yeah. Soft, I haven't been keeping track. Yep, they've hit – they they set a new record in home runs. I think they've hit 66 home runs this year. I know and they're there's like – Their team that has 21 homers. I know and they're so, uh, they're like number eight, I think. Oh yeah, they did. They're good. They're really good. So I know them- uh, Mary Half. I mean, I, it feels like I've heard her name for like five years now. But <laughs> I know she is. I mean, for how much I hear about how good she is, I feel like she's probably the best pitcher in you know the sec maybe the nation i don't know i I don't watch softball enough but i can tell you that mary half i wouldn't want to bat against her i can tell you that (laughs) they'll strike us out man yeah oh yeah i'm gonna make sure to recruit her for our church league in the future (laughs) that's right hey i i need an invite to that by the way i I still haven't (laughs) (laughs) oh man but yeah no you're you're going to football yeah, so we're going to the spring game this weekend, Saturday, 2 p.m. It's going to be awesome. We got four tickets for free 99, and uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. You're going to have your wife and your mom with you, right? Right, that's it's right. It's going to be me uh, by myself because Melissa has to work, boo. And uh, I'm kind of excited to see some talent here. Um, It'll be good. I will say from what I've read on uh, online that they're still trying to figure out quarterback. I think KJ is going to end up being the starter. I think so but too. There, there has been some inconsistency. Consistency. I can't get that word out, but uh, there, there still is developing that system for the new quarterback. Um, and it sounds like that they've beefed up the old line a lot. Yes, uh, they, I think the average went up twenty five pounds. Oh yeah, that's the three. Player. Yeah, That's which is nuts. good. You want some big old boys up there on the line. Which and I, so, I, would, I wouldn't doubt it with Coach Pittman, by the way. Oh, yeah. The first year of uh, him being able to actually develop them. And so that's awesome. Brad Johnson, the offensive line coach, said he wanted to have the biggest and baddest line in the SEC. And so, you know, I hope they are. I hope we can run the football um, and then do some play action off of it. Um, that sounds like what they're going to do because they're still working on getting that quarterback game together. And so they still have, you know, one of the best receiving cores in the nation or in the SEC at least coming back next year. So um, if they can get it in the ballpark for the receivers to catch, they're going to catch it. 
Yeah, that's right. And uh, I am very excited about this coming year. I'm trying to figure out uh, – somebody said they were not themselves last year, and I'm trying to – I'm looking at the ro- roster trying to – it wasn't Trey Knox, I don't think. Uh, maybe it was Burks. I think it was Traylon Burks. He said he wasn't himself last year. He's been working on himself. Um, we didn't hear his number get called a lot last year. If I'm Traylon Bur- Burks, Burks did good. Knox was the one that was off last That's year. That's it. Yeah. I get him confused literally like every day. I think. Yeah, yeah. Burks, Burks had a breakout year, but uh, That's it. When it came to Knox, Knox was not getting as many receptions. I think he only had like five or six last year. His freshman year, he went off. And so we're going to – hopefully he's developed a little more in the offseason and he's at a good spot. So we'll wait and see on that one. Let's see here. Let's see. Let's see. Who are you most excited about this year, this coming football season? I mean, Traylon Burks is – it's hard not to look at because he's uh, an all-SEC performer and he can catch anything. And so uh, I'm, I'm most excited about Burks. Um, I'm, I want to see how, uh, how our defense looks after a year um, of being in the system. Um, you know, I just want us to go to a bowl game. I want six and six. And so um, if not better. And so uh, we'll wait. And trust, right? That's right. Let's go, Barry. <laughs> I'll you tell know. you who I'm most excited about. Mm-hmm. Michael Woods. Yeah. I am so excited. I remember when he came in as a freshman and I was excited. I remember when Chad Morris uh, recruited this guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was so excited to see him. I think I tweeted at him and said, Hey, welcome to Arkansas. Something like that. Something cheesy that the fans get excited about. I was that guy. I was the fangirl, right? <laughs> He's a senior this year. Right. He has nothing to lose. And he watching his video. Okay. Maybe he does have something to lose, but uh, watching his videos of him running routes of him, you know, running cones or drills or whatever you want to call it. Right. It's insane. Like he, he has cracked out this year and he has improved on just about every level. I am so excited to watch him just blow by. We saw a little bit of it last year of him blowing by people catching ridiculous uh, throws. And He's I mean, fat. He's yeah. so fast. He's so good. And I think he's been underrated uh, for his whole career, just about, I think. I, I don't think he's gotten enough attention of what he deserves. For sure. Well, we can't forget about Jalen Catalan either. Yeah. All-American safety, defense, blasts everything, picks everything off. You know, uh, he's going to be really, really good this, this next year after developing for a year. Yeah, and so the thing with me with Catalan is I feel like he got uh, plenty of attention last year. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for him this year. But mm-hmm. I, was, I was thinking, you know, along the terms of who hasn't gotten, you know, I guess the big spotlight is in, you know, what was it, like six picks in a game or something dumb like oh, that? Oh, yeah. He, or uh, who's Maybe that kid three? was out there? He got three picks. He was a walk-on. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of his name at the moment, uh, but Clark, Clark, uh, Hudson Clark, was that it? Hayden uh, Clark, maybe. Oh gosh, last so name bad. is Clark. We're supposed to memorize the depth chart by now, Aaron. the The season oh. is almost upon us. We need to <laughs> we need to memorize this. Oh, I think oh it's, my God. I think it's Hudson, Hudson Clark. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 
Yeah. No, he did good last year in his game against Ole Miss. And so, but yeah, man, it, it'll be exciting. Um, I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, Arkansas sports has been fun in general this year. And hopefully, you know, when football starts, we can see football doing better as well. It's been a long time since Arkansas sports has done the stuff that they are doing right now. For sure. It's been so long. Obviously, baseball. Baseball is a given just about every year, it feels like, where Coach Van Horn will get his troops together and he will get stuff taken care of. But it seems like football – or uh, basketball, or I mean, softball has been good recently, but you know, let's mm-hmm. talk, you know, four years from uh, ago or something like that, right? You know, school programs like that that obviously weren't as good as they are now. And I say football because I feel like anything was better than what Chad Morris left us. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, obviously, right. last year we did better than what he did. So, anyways, I'll I'm just gonna shut my mouth before I start ours. <laughs> Which, by the way. Hey, not to not to tick anybody off, but Chad Morris is coaching a high school team right now. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. He did great recruiting. We'll give him that. He did great recruiting. I've already given my spill on what he's good at. He was a he, okay. It's not personal, Chad Morris. It's not personal at all. Okay, it, it's it's really not because I know you're a great guy. I know you're a, a faith driven guy. You're a Christian. You take, you know, the the college students to church, which is fine. You just didn't do a good job, brother. You just didn't do a good job. You you left us hanging, okay? And uh, my blood pressure's going up, Aaron. I might have to check it here in a couple minutes. Oh man, that's all right, man. No, we did. It's good to be back. We'll we'll watch football in in September, and we'll get to talk about them and everything. And It'll be fun to watch him play Texas in, in week two. But, uh, you know, I'm excited. It'll be fun to continue watching Razorback sports. Arkansas baseball is going to continue doing well, hopefully get to Omaha. And then we'll get the summer off where mostly you and I watch the Cardinals. Yeah. And, then, and then we'll get into football season. All right. So, in closing, follow our Twitter, Pixily Podcast, at Pixily Podcast. Facebook, Pixilly Podcast. We have a website, pixillypodcast.wordpress.com. We will have t-shirts here soon if you would like to order them. Uh, I will. We will come out with an episode on how and when you can order them. I don't, I've still got to figure that out. And special guest coming up soon. Soon yeah. 99. Don't worry. Yeah. Is there anything Guys. that I missed? Guys, just get us to 100, 100 people listening to our podcast. I think 100 is a good number that we can put up as a goal. We're going to try to get 100. How do you know we're not, we don't already have that? I'd be impressed. <laughs> We've seen the numbers. We know we're not there yet. That's right. I think we got 12. So we're, no. we, need, we need 12 times nine, if well, my math is correct. We got to make content that people like. That's our problem. That's right. That's right. People don't like us. <laughs> Anyways, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I did not say watching. Thank you so much for listening. And, uh, I mean, this is just a couple guys talking about some hog sports. That's all it is. We enjoy doing this. We thought, hey, let's get this thing out there. Let's, you know, let other people hear our conversation. So, 
obviously I'm the idiot when it comes to sports. Aaron is the stats guy. It seems like every every dadgum episode, he's got something to say about me saying something wrong, which is fine. It's good to correct, but it, <laughs> that just goes to prove you that Aaron knows way more about hog sports than I do. And I'll give that to the fact that he's like 17 years older than I am, it feels like. 82 years older, thank you. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, thank you for listening, and that's going to do it for this episode. See ya. All right. Thanks, guys. See ya.